The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the fourth chapter. Jesus came to a town of Samaria called Sychar, near the field that Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there, so Jesus, wearied as he was from his journey, was sitting beside the well. It was about the sixth hour. There came a woman of Samaria to draw water. Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. For his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, How is it that you, a Jew, ask for a drink from me, a woman of Samaria? For Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God, and who it is that is saying to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, Sir, you have nothing to draw water with, and the well is deep. Where do you get that living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob? He gave us the well and drank from it himself, as did his sons and his livestock. Jesus said to her, Everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks of the water that I give him will never be thirsty forever. The water that I give him will become in him a spring of water, welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I will not be thirsty or have to come here to draw water. Jesus said to her, go call your husband and come here. The woman answered, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, you are right in saying, I have no husband, for you have had five husbands, and the one you have now is not your husband. What you have said is true. The woman said to him, Sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. Our fathers worshiped on this mountain, but you say that in Jerusalem is the place where people ought to worship. Jesus said to her, Woman, believe me, the hour is coming when neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem will you worship the Father. You worship what you do not know. We worship what we know, for salvation is from the Jews. But the hour is coming and is now here when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father is seeking such people to worship him. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. The woman said to him, I know that Messiah is coming, he who is called Christ. When he comes, he will tell us all things. Jesus said to her, I who speak to you am he. This is the gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Moments ago, we told God 
to be gracious to all who have gone astray from his ways. Because, as we reminded him, it is his glory always to have mercy. Indeed, he himself said in the prophet, I will honor the holiness of my great name by pouring clean water on you and cleansing you from all your impurities. On our way to the Paschal Feast, where heaven and earth are joined, things human and things divine, where the catechumens will get cleansed from all their impurities, we make a stop in Sychar. Near the field, Jacob gave to Joseph. A well is there, and Jesus is sitting beside it. It is noon. The disciples are off looking for food and a woman approaches with her bucket. And our Lord offers her exactly what you get here, living water, welling up to eternal life. The woman who comes to draw has had a colorful life, if we can put it that way. Five husbands, a man now who isn't her husband, who knows how many kids, how many funerals, too. She's there every day at noon. That's when the day, every day, begins for her. At noon and alone. Avoiding the negativity, as some might say though she's not alone today. For Jesus is there today, so she's not alone today. She knows that she draws every day from a holy well, a very ancient sacred spring. She knows the difference between sacred and profane, or as we might say, she knows how to behave in church. She knows the difference between Samaritans like herself and Jews. She knows all the boundaries, some of which she's crossed. We call it trespassing, and we ask forgiveness for it, though sometimes we forget. Every day for her it's the same well, though it is a holy well, and her bucket alone. Except for today. It's as if Jesus was waiting for her, just for her today. As you heard, Jesus speaks the truth to her without condemning her for he wants her to start drawing from another well as well, a well that's even holier than the one she knows so well, a well whose water gives eternal life, an eternal life that can also change her life, 
not just lengthen her living, give her a longer living, a never-ending living, but a whole different kind of living, even if she still must come to Jacob's well alone and live with the gossip, the negativity, right alongside her eternal living. She will always have the memory of her five marriages and her current arrangement and every one of those funerals, too. But she will remember them, as Paul says, standing in grace, standing cleansed of everything impure about her past, drenched by the love that is Jesus, quenched by his offer of total reprieve, she never knew that such could be hers. But now she does. As do you, who may sometimes forget that eternal life is God life, thinking with the mind of Christ. That's why we get this story on our annual Easter trip to remind us just what we get, what we have in Jesus and his sacramental love, his marriage bond that entices us to live no longer for ourselves, but for him. And so regard no one anymore from a human point of view. No one. Everyone who drinks of this water will thirst again, our Lord had said, holy as that well might be. The Israelites who ate the manna in the desert all died anyway. Yet whoever feeds on my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life and abides in me and I in him. So here is food and drink to do the will of him who sent me and accomplish his work. You are fasting, you are praying, you are giving alms to remind yourself of these holy things. Not to escape responsibility, but confront it head on as Jesus did, watching in Gethsemane. St. Athanasius said that our 40-day Lenten trek is one of learning with the ancient Israelites to forget the customs of Egypt, like spirituality, five marriages, that affair. Why hold on to Egypt if you pass through the sea? if God has already led you dry-shod to the opposite shore, if you're en route to the promised land. When the disciples returned to the well, the woman, it is said, left her water jar and went into town asking anyone she could find, come and see, could this be the Christ? You too with your simple discipline of fasting and almsgiving 
and prayer are leaving your jar behind to learn those things, as St. Bernard put it, of greater importance in order to retrieve it once the 40 days are over. You're learning to live like Jesus, who's waiting for you at the well, waiting even for you who come alone, wanting to take you deeper into himself for the sake of those whom you know and love and for those whom you as yet do not. Learn from Jesus to love as he loves you, as he is here always for you, waiting to give himself to you, as he always said he would do. In the holy name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.